What is up, After Buzzers? We are here for Freeform Weekly, and we have a very special guest. For those of you that love Gronish just like we do, we have Cash Moody in the house. So stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I feel like I need to just like come I, out. I'm like, not kidding. Hello. Every time I hear the song when the show's about to start, I just like everything in my what I'm doing just drops, and I'm like, <laughs> I feel inspired. I'm not kidding. Please tell me that's the face that you make. Every I, time I, I you know. Watch it. I'm like watching TV, my bed, phone, drop, everything. I'm grown. I feel like she's just like, whoa, to do something. I don't know. What is up, everyone? Thank you so much for joining us. We are super excited because we have our first guest of the season, the one and only Da Vinci. You guys may know him as Cash Mooney on the show Grownish. So welcome to the show. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, we're so excited. And once again, guys, I'm going to introduce the panel before we hop into talking about Grownish. My name's Candice Cruz. You can find me on all my social media at Candice R. Cruz. And hey guys, I'm Carla Beltran. You can find me on Instagram at Carla B Travels and on Twitter at Carla Beltran with an R at the end. What's up, guys? My name is Drew Jones, and you can follow me on all the things at OKDrewJ. Okay hey guys, Allie Nasty here. Find me on Twitter at Allie Nasty on my Instagram at Allie Girl. All right, guys. And we're talking all grownish. Oh, I was going to ask where yeah. they can find you, Da Vinci, oh, yeah. on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at Da Vinci, D A V I N C H I, and on Twitter at D A V I N C H I J U S E. Yay. Yes, all of that. <laughs> Just get all of that. <laughs> well, um, I feel like we can just hop right into to Gronish and talk yes, all about Mr. Cash Mooney <laughs> coming in for the last two the, episodes. The, the guy who looks like me. Yeah. <laughs> Minus the hair. The hair changed uh, a little bit. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Because we're not the same person. We just look <laughs> I just speak on his behalf. Was, <laughs> was the hair choice something that they made you do to kind of make it a little different and edgy? Or did you go in auditioning for the role and kind of having that hairstyle? And they're like, oh, this works. No, because the first two episodes I'm in, I have black hair. Yeah. Oh, that's true, and then it turns blonde. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't know if you're watching. It's just the blonde. is what like it the, it's the last thing that I remember. <laughs> Actually, what what happened was um, there was this episode where I guess after they finished watching the episode, they were like me and Trevor Jackson f- favored too much. Mm. Oh yeah. Um, so oh. then they were like, look. Um, think about cutting it or dyeing it and I was just like you know what I've never dyed my hair before let's just dye it mm-hmm. so that's why it happened gotcha make a clear distinction between well Zoe has a very distinct type to them <laughs> <laughs> you all favor each other yeah seriously <laughs> well I feel like that's very like I don't know about you guys, but all of the college basketball players that I had at my school did like funky things with their hair and yeah. they would dye yeah. it bright colors yeah, yeah. and they were like put the lines in it or do something. Or they'd have yeah. a unibrow. So, so it works. <laughs> it kind of, yeah, it kind of made Davis. sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that was a style. It's just, you just, yeah, that's just a space. <laughs> 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 I don't think that <laughs> well, um, j- jumping into this last episode, obviously, you know, Zoe has fallen in love. She has. Yeah. Oh. Really deep. Really deep. She sprung. <laughs> sure. Yes, exactly. Um, so what was that like working? Like, this was a very heavily focused episode for you two as a relationship and as a couple. What was that like for you two on set working together and the chemistry that you guys had um, for this, like, really heavy episode for you? 
Yeah. Um, the episode prior to that, because most of my scenes is with Zoe, with right. Yara, so I got to see her for like, t- like some days I'm on set for like 10 hours, and it's just, I was just doing scenes over and over, mm-hmm. so it's kind of forced to, your chemistry had to come out of that, yeah. you know, yeah. so it was great working with her, it was so dope, she's so smart and talented, and mm-hmm. I learned a lot from, from just acting with her and just feeding off her energy. I mean, she's been doing this ever since she was a little kid, and I just got in the game, so it was fortunate that, I was really fortunate that I got to, you know, star alongside with her, you know, so it was dope, it was cool. Awesome. Can you move your mic up a little bit? I can't even hear. There we go. Oh, okay. Hey, I'm sorry. Yeah, you yeah, good. Should I say it all again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just repeat it all. No, I think we got it. Um, but what did you guys think of the episode with, um, like, Zoe falling in love? I was like, really, what was your reaction? I was loving it. I loved the chemistry you guys had together because even with Trevor, like Trevor Jackson and Yara's character, when they were kind of dating, I think it's because in the beginning it was established more as a friendship mm-hmm. and it was just her lusting after him. But this was so mutual and it was fun and we got to kind of see it flourish and yeah. start from nothing. Yeah. That I just loved the chemistry that you guys brought to camera and it was so fun to watch and it made me be like, oh, <laughs> Find love? <laughs> <laughs> Find you a basketball player on college campus. Let's go. Sounds good. All right, I'm we'll do a road it. trip. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> no, I loved like um, just seeing her get all giddy because mm-hmm. I know I remember what that feels like, but, like in college and at that yeah. age and your first love or in high school or whatever it is where this person becomes like your world. And it was really interesting to see like her go through all of these levels of like super happy then Mm -hmm. you drop in the bomb on her saying I want her to go wherever I'm going and like dropping everything there was just a lot going on in this episode yeah there's lots of love going around in this episode yeah it it really went from like a huge it was huge like 360 actually because it was we started with you wanting her to come with you and go on this large adventure of life and then all of a sudden we end the episode with you guys broken up so I think if anything I went from being very excited and very happy from loving this (laughs) couple and then you guys just ripped my heart out from underneath me you were very upset about this you You don't like you're not happy with him right now no she's not happy with the cat I know (laughs) we're separating it separating it we love Da Vinci the character however I just felt for Yara because, or, sorry, I keep wanting to say Yara, See, Zoe, Trevor, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So you're going to make so, people think that she's the Yara. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, with Zoe's character, I just, because you can, we've all been there, and mm-hmm. especially with your first love and all the investment that you put in towards it. Obviously, we know this is a show, but because it makes you feel those feelings yeah. that you felt personally, and that's what it's supposed to con- convey on screen and on camera. Mm-hmm. And so I think obviously they're doing an amazing job about that, and that's why I feel so deeply because I feel so bad for her and she even told her mom about this and obviously we're teetering back and forth with I get it she needs to stay for her career and everything and you it all just happened so quickly but yeah what, what what did Cash do that was so hey, bad. I'm actually not mad at Cash I'm I'm not not like, I, I don't understand because he was so confused himself yeah that's yeah. true you, like that last scene in the sixth episode how he was just like he just didn't want to break her heart he's indecisive I mean he's a kid that's Potentially about to go to the NBA. I mean, he's yeah. 18. He has a lot. I mean, he don't have the best parents. Yeah. So yeah. it's like he wasn't conditioned properly to be in this territory in life. So he don't know how to deal with women. He don't know how to take care of himself. Yeah. So I think he was, like, looking out for both of them. That's you true. Know? It's kind of like cutting things oh. off before you yeah. know things can get hurt. Yeah. I just think it's because I, I guess I'm not 
necessarily just mad. No, I love cash. <laughs> trust me. Yeah, I was like, we were loving. <laughs> no, we were loving cash. But I think it is, it is true. I think he did make the mature move in things that you don't want to have to do. Yeah. But it, they do have so much more to go in their careers. And timing is everything with relationships. Mm-hmm. So I think it, you're right. It was very mature of him to kind of figure things out. So yeah, maybe I'm not mad at him, guys. I'm taking it back. I'm See, more guys, so. Guys, is good. I'm more so. I think mad at this situation because that's life. You yeah, know, yeah. whenever you want something, it's obviously never going to come easy, and mm. you can't just get it handed to you. You're going to have to fight for it, mm. and unfortunately, some of the things that you want, especially in college, are not going to happen, and that's what kind of thinks about love in college because like no one really is decisive no one knows what they want well I think college is interesting because like you want to grow up so fast but Mm -hmm. it's the years you're supposed to be like selfish you're supposed to be doing stuff for you so I we kind of saw Yara like want to be growing and want to be with her man and be like Yeah. yeah I'm going to the NBA you are not an NBA wife. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're 18. Get this, get this degree. Get it together. Yeah. And then, and, and then um, the scene when Cash and Zoe, they were in a car after he said oh. the whole brand thing. Okay, he messed up with that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, gonna, yeah. yeah, he's crazy mm-hmm. for that. Like, at least if you're thinking about it, don't say that, Cash. Like, yeah. But what Zoe said to him, like, I'm not going to lie, um... You being that dude and being an all-star basketball player is kind of the thing I like about it. So they're both narcissists. Yeah, right. yeah right? that's true. They're both immature kids that only think about themselves. Yeah. So. Or they're driven to people that are ambitious, that yeah. have drive, that have like this persona that people perceive, I guess. I don't know. I think you can see it both sides. Totally. And I mean... I feel like at the same time, Zoe has so much to grow up on. I mean, this show is called Grownish, obviously. Yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> but I think her missing out on what a lot of her friends were trying to tell her, her relationships, like having a balance, there wasn't any. And I yeah. know that it's really hard being that age and it's your first love and everything. But I think at the end of the day, it kind of worked out better for both characters for now. Right. So they can focus on themselves and, right. and their relationships with friends, too. You know why I was so mad now I'm remembering is because she was oh, just... coming back to yeah, you now? coming back to me. <laughs> it wasn't... We got security just <laughs> No, no. I'm kidding. It's only because she... Like, I just, like, we ended the show with her just crawled up, like, crying to her friends. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why. Because I, I almost forgot about the conversation they had and just saw her so in distress and sad that it broke my heart. So that's, like, obviously my head goes back to that last... <laughs> Yeah. What at that last scene, and I'm like, no. Well, it's because I think we we as like viewers, we get really invested in these relationships that are like yeah. formed, and that like you feel a part of the relationship. And when you like the relationship, you want the relationship to last. But when the relationship ends, it's like they ended the relationship with you too. So you're like, <laughs> I'm like, true, you're breaking up with me. Like, I think, I think the reason why Zoe was crying so bad in that scene. Because while we were shooting that scene, uh, when Yara, the first time she jumped on the bed, her, her head <laughs> hit the back. No! Oh, yeah, it was, I was like, oh! Like, she whacked the back of the bed, and then we had to keep doing the scene. So then she just... Well, she it was really, champ, she was really she was So I was like, she probably was just taking that cry off right. of that hit. Right there, that it hurt. Right. It wasn't even supposed to be that dramatic yeah. or that upsetting. It was supposed to just no, be coming she, up. That's she awesome. sold it. The inside scoop right there. Well, yeah, the seriously. That she wasn't really hard. crying for cash. She was crying because she, she hit her head. I mean, hey. <laughs> now that makes sense. But... They would be both immature. That's smart. Yeah, seriously. I mean, one of the subjects that I personally wanted to ask about was the fact that she wanted to leave everything for you. 
uh, cash money. <laughs> yeah. And I would, I wanted to ask, like, what would you guys do in that scenario? Would you leave everything for love? <laughs> Awkward pause. Yeah. Um, I think it depends on where you're at in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you That's if you're true. secure and like what you're doing and and everything else and the timing's right, then sure, of course. And like he made a valid point. Can't your dreams travel? If they legitimately can, yeah. sure. Right. If not. I mean, I've broken up with someone before because it wasn't going to fit within, like, my quote-unquote life plan mm-hmm. at that age. Okay. So, I mean, I guess yes yeah. and no. I think it, it does really depend on where you are in your relationship and in mm-hmm. your life because mm-hmm. there are the times when you are trying to get your feet, like, and everything nailed down, you're getting the ground running and you're going up, 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 and then someone's like, never mind, come back down with me. It's really hard. Even though you love them, you're like... Well, I that this is only going to stop me from going here. Yeah. So I guess you can kind of see where I'm getting at. Clearly, I would not. <laughs> so you would do what? What Cash did? Probably. Okay. But that's also. And she didn't like Cash. And she so didn't like Cash. So. So guys, we got to start a team Cash. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Well, no. your hashtag was trending. That's true. That's true. Yeah. You guys at six? The, yeah. The, his name was number six. And then it went down to 19 after the show. Okay. Awesome. Hey, yeah, he was still, still he was in that up range. there, so he was loved, but now he's hated because of what he did to Zoe. Yeah, no, seriously. but he's not hated no. all the way. Yeah, Wait, there's still hope. There's still yeah. hope. There's, you guys can still hang out. There's yeah. people. Yeah. Still they still... can get back together. Yeah. Still. yeah. No, no. I this mean, the breakup, the, the breakup wasn't even clean. It wasn't I know. like. Yeah, that's it true. wasn't like I'm done with you, Zoe. And she said, "Okay, Cash, I'm done." Yeah, you guys still have like six months. And she starts crying. You still have six months. That's until what they you, said. Until you like leave for the MBA or whatever. Yeah. So. so, but also, guys, we're only on episode six. I know. And I yeah. feel like these relationships are happening like this. So yeah. I'm like, wait, I'm getting whiplash. I'm like, yeah. Where are oh, we going? She's, she's not playing. Zoe. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Would you leave someone we forgot you drew? Huh? Would you leave <laughs> leave everything for someone? You know, I'm about this money, so um, oh. probably not. <laughs> Compromise, you know. No, I'm not even about the money. It's more so like your aspirations, because mm-hmm. I think personally, had I ever left something, I think I would always have that piece of regret and and not resentment, but almost feeling like I missed out on an opportunity right. that I should have figured out. And I think true love can always wait. And if that person is the right person for you, the timing will align itself perfectly and you guys will end up together. Yeah, I'm going to yes, girl. That I like that. <laughs> Same. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, hopping in, I think that covers most of the, the episode. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the yeah. Track the topics gear. of the Yeah. Episode. Yeah. Track gear and selling track gear and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the side Did hustle. Did you get any of that? Did you get any side hustle? Did you get any of the, the shirts and the, the jeans and the, the shoes? No. <laughs> No. <laughs> I'm trying here. I'm asking. Why not? Get to take some things from set. But this was um, one of your first big sets that you have been on. You did Jessica Jones before this. So what was that like for you to kind of just fall into this world that's already been created in Blackish and brought over to Grownish? This was... Uh... <laughs> it was it was tough. It was tough. And because... Uh, Everything was just so established, and everybody knew, like what, what was going on already. So mm-hmm. it was like coming in as like a stray dog outsider into this new turf. It was it was tough. I had a lot of weight on my shoulders, and the fact that you know I was I'm new to the game, so it was like it's a lot that I had to learn. But 
I was just, you know, acting like I knew what was going on, watching everyone, just, you know, not trying to ask, ask too many questions so I can't look too green. But, yeah, it was tough. It was a lot of pressure. It's a lot of learning. Like, this, being on the set is like, wow, now I can finally say, yeah, I'm an actor. No, but before I was like, yeah, I'm an actor. But now I was like, no, oh, yeah, I'm an actor. <laughs> no, I'm not serious. That's Tough. so great. Yeah. Well, I'm, like, so proud of you. I'm, I know we just met, but I'm like, this is, that's so exciting. This is, I mean, and you're already doing so great. I feel like your art, like, your character has already made us all obsessed. Like, we're like, like, Cash needs to stay around. Oh, yeah. Da Vinci needs so to stay on Grownish. I need to appreciate, I, I appreciate that a lot, because, uh, I went through one of the most scariest moments of my life uh, on set. Amy, is it okay if I... Yeah, but... Yeah, you can say it, but just keep it general. Yeah, um, like, uh, I was uh, almost recasted for the role after I, was, I shot the uh, first episode. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it was, it was scary. It was a scary feeling, and it just kept me on my P's and Q's, and mm-hmm. it's like... You know, when even when you get in the door and you book a role, it's like you gotta work. Yeah. yeah. You gotta work and and just because like when you're you're green, you're new. It's, it's a lot of learning because it's mm-hmm. it's different being in a class and you know you're just acting, you're doing your thing around you know the same group of people that you see. But like then when there's just lights, cameras, there's a whole bunch of people watching you. Like certain scenes, like you know, and like the scene with me and Yara was just laying in the bed. Looks like an intimate close scene, but it's so many people right now. It's like it's so much actually going on when you're actually on a set. Like, right. I feel like acting classes should be taught different. Like, mm-hmm. there should be some classes, which I think there, you know, there there are some classes to where you know they actually like give you a feel of the real deal. Right. You know, so I was really fortunate. Thank God. Yeah, well, well, we're all happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you've had such an ama- amazing journey from like all the different situations that you've gone through in order to get here. You're from New York originally, right? Yeah. Born in Brooklyn, then lived in Jersey, and then I was messing up in school and in life, and then so my father took me, and I went with him in Florida, and that was like no man's land. It was like solitary confinement. It was like prison for a kid. It was nothing, you know, coming from where you could walk down the street and there's corner stores to where the nearest store is a two-hour walk. It was a you know, day and night difference. But the good thing about that, it just it forced me to just educate myself and really start focusing on like another side of life instead of the streets and wanting to look up to these guys that are really no good. You know, It's like um, I became a ferocious reader. I was just attacking books. Yeah. And... and um, yeah, yeah. What would you say is the most life-changing book you've read so far? I think uh, You're a Badass by Jen Sincero. Oh! oh I just <laughs> gave her that book. book. Actually, I haven't I, read it yet. She just gave it to me today. I need to read this. Yeah, yeah. I just gave it to her and, today. And The Alchemist. The Alchemist. Alchemist. Coelho, Think and Grow Rich. Yes. And Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. Oh. Well, those are good books. But, I mean, I went from, like, getting D's and F's in school the teacher telling my mother, like, yeah, this kid is, like... And then I graduated high school with above a 4.0. Wow. wow. Top 10% rank in my class. So it's like, I feel like you can't base a child's intelligence off of, like, the school system. system. Right. Yeah. Especially because you don't even know what that child is going through when that child mm-hmm. gets home. Yeah, you know, exactly. They don't know what my yeah. outside environment was. Exactly. Like, school wasn't a means of survival. It was other things. 
Right. So it's mm -hmm. like you don't. Yeah, but when I got to Florida, the, the change, I got a degree and everything. So congratulations. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did any of those books, per, um, you know, make you want to change your name? Because I know that you did change your name fairly yes. recently, right? Yes. And uh, I had the name uh, like three years ago when I first got into deciding, like, okay, I'm going to pursue this. And I think this name best fits me. And I just switched the spelling. The ending is C-H-I, which means energy. And the reason why I decided to take on this name, because first, da Vinci, Leonardo da Vinci was a polymath. He was a renaissance man. He wasn't just a painter. He did so many other things, but he's only known for that. So I don't want people to just only know me as, oh, he's just an actor. Yeah. Because I was doing music before this, and I, was, um, I used to perform at Gloria Carter's restaurant in Newark, uh, Jay-Z's mother. And like people only used to see me as just a rapper. Oh, he's a singer, rapper. Mm -hmm. That's it. I'm like, no, I'm not just that. So that name, it fits my brand, like just who I am. And also... The second side to that, I feel like in this industry, that name is kind of like my uniform. It's what separates me from the facade that's mm -hmm. going on. Mm -hmm. And because I know, I mean, the, you go on the carpet and they're like, oh, Da Vinci, t -t 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 oh, you're working the camera. You got it, Bill, man, boy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're just gassing my head up. That's their job, you know? Yeah. So I just, Da Vinci is taking all that. But me, I'm not going to take all that because I feel like, if you really start listening to those words and those pressures, like it's just going to get in the way of you doing good work because it's going to yeah. give you an inflated sense of yourself and reality. So mm -hmm. the truth is, like any the person who tested against me for this role, he would have got the same treatment had he booked it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like I'm not really special because I'm got the role. I'm special for other reasons, but sometimes this position, the limelight, and you know where you're at, it just makes you feel like. I'm invincible, and, like, you're really not. It's just a uniform. So yeah. Da Vinci is, like, the bulletproof vest. And I get back to myself, Abraham, when I'm at home and stuff like that. Because something else I realized before getting in this industry, it was just like, man, when you go on TV or you're in a movie, I mean, you're omnipotent. You're ubiquitous. You're mm -hmm. everywhere at once, mm -hmm. almost. I mean, I don't think that was something that was naturally intended for human beings. Yeah. So when you're yeah. exposed on that level, on that magnitude... It plays with your psyche. And I've studied a lot of great people, and they left blueprints behind. So it's like you watch that. He's like, okay, they all have this common characteristic, or they suffer from depression, this and that. Why? And it's just like, were we really meant to be on, like, at this level of life? I don't know, but why do most of us at this level? <sighs> the side effects is, is huge, man, the pressure. So I just feel like it's just therapeutic for me. Tell them, keep me grounded. Just mm. Da Vinci messes up. Oh, it's, yeah, it's Da Vinci. It's not Abraham. It's Da Vinci. So it's Cash Da Vinci. Then it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm covered yeah. with these two guys before me. So yeah, that's that is astounding. What you just said. I mean, I'm that. I was just transfixed. Yeah, yeah, I'm not kidding. That was beautifully said, and I'm inspired after hearing that. And I think that's such a great way to look at it. And I think the fact that you're very self-aware and knowing that is yeah. is mm -hmm. so honorable. And that's just, I think it's just amazing and refreshing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Seriously, it's yeah. very like humble of you to like kind of know like where you where you're at in life and like. It's just, it's really awesome to see. Thank you, I appreciate that. <laughs> and on, on top of all this too, you write poetry, right? Yes. Okay. So you're just a trick of like all trades. You can do everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like, like, every, everybody life, if you look at it a certain way, like you can write about it. And I feel like my life is interesting as everybody else. And the way I see things is like, 
think it'll be cool if I write about it in a cool, rhythmic way. So Definitely. So is acting the main compass that you're wanting to follow or what else can we expect from you because a, we already know that you have poetry it's, too it's a vehicle to uh, get me to another destination gotcha. but uh, it's definitely a, a passion of mine and a love that I have so I would definitely be acting for probably the rest of my life but <laughs> it's just one of the many vehicles that I'm using to get somewhere what got you into acting? Um, as a child I've like every time I would finish watching a movie Especially if it's a superhero movie, I swear I was that superhero. You know, like, <laughs> like Spider Man, Batman, Superman, the Hulk, all these guys. And you know, me and my brothers, we always thought like, man, we're gonna we're gonna be someone. We're gonna do something. Although you know, we're not from this country. Well, we're from this country, but our parents aren't. Right. So we're first generation. So we really just got nothing in this land. You know, so mm-hmm. just like we always feel like, yeah, we could do something. Or we could leave our mark, make a dent. And I remember, but I forgot, I stopped thinking like that, because then you develop a conscious mind, and then the world just, you know, just darkens your view and mm. tell you that's not reality. So I get to college, and uh, I took acting as an elective. And I remember final exam day, I had to do this performance. And I had to do this performance with this girl, but the girl didn't show up. So I was telling the professor, like, so I got to perform this entire scene by myself? Like, it was multiple scenes. And he was like, yeah, so I'll just read with you and just act like. And I was like, oh, my God, okay. And then I, I, I did it. And then after class, he pulled me aside. And he was like, look, kid, uh, I don't know if you're focused on basketball or, or what your priorities are right now, but I would stop and pursue acting. You're very natural at it. And you could gain the attention of an audience, like, quick. And you're, you're so, like, um, he said you're contagious when you're on stage. And he's like, it comes, it comes off very natural. And I was just like, man, you're just gassing my head up. <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, no, I'm serious. And then right after that, I read The Alchemist. And it was a quote in The Alchemist that said, when something is really for you, the universe conspires into helping you achieve that goal. Mm, and I just kept getting signs from different people telling me, like, look, dude, you got to go in. Like, go pursue this. Pursue this, man. It's for you. And I'm just like, nah, like. Like, I didn't, I didn't believe in myself to do that. I'm like, come on, kid. Like, people who's in this game, it's like, they started when they were kids, you know? Like, excuse me, when people would compare me to Trevor Jackson, you could be like the next Jacob Lattimore. Yeah, these guys been at since 10. Mm-hmm. Me, I, I don't have that, that, that opportunity to where I could, oh, I don't have to worry about working or survival. I just got to audition you can't do that mm-hmm. like when you come from where i come from it's like you got to meet the basic needs of survival first mm-hmm. then you got to try to find a way to gain some money to ha- to give you enough cushion to where you have that flexibility to audition mm-hmm. had i not had that mm-hmm. did what i did to get right here i was never gonna even book Gronish. Mm-hmm. booking Gronish was because it was just intuition like i i told my peoples hey i'm gonna fly out to la for a couple of days because they didn't really want me in L.A. because they told me that right now New York has, has a lot of work for me and L.A. messes with, you know, bigger names so they might not really, you know, take a chance with me out here or receive me well. But I bought a flight out here and they didn't know I didn't purchase a returning flight. But as my flight is landing, I get a text, you know, an email that says, hey, you got a next day appointment for grown-ish slash college-ish. I guess the show didn't decide on the name yet. Yeah. And I saw it, I read the character, 
like did all my research and I went in for the audition and the people say, Hey, uh, we're expecting to see you on a self tape. What are you doing here? And I was like, Huh? Well, I'm here. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like self tapes because I feel like they can't fill you in the room. You know, like yeah. give me a chance to be in a room and then we connect. Like you know me, besides just the character mm-hmm. and. Yeah. I got the call back, made it to another call back, produced a session, and booked the role, but had I not been at the right place at the right time, I don't think it was going to happen, because that was a picky character they were looking for. You had to be this tall. You had to have just that. It was it was a lot they were looking for, so it's really fortunate. That's so great. That That's that's just like, that's giving everybody else, too, inspiration that you mm-hmm. should, you know, pursue something that you're passionate about, and mm-hmm. you... You, it's not like you didn't you defied them or didn't listen to them, but you're like, you know what, I want to do this, and you put your mind to it, and, and look where you are, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's that gives that inspiration to those that might be like, oh, well, because everybody has those negative thoughts in their head, and they let them overtake themselves yeah, sometimes. self-doubt is crazy. Yeah. Les Brown says, uh, no, it's an African proverb that says, feed, feed your faith and your doubts will starve to death. Yeah. So Ooh. I just kept telling myself, like, it's possible, it's possible. Really? I yeah. feel like we need Dude. to just get, like, a list of all of your, like, amazing quotes that you've quotes. given us. Da Vinci quotes. Words of inspiration. Yeah. Words of inspiration for you. <laughs> for Cash Mooney. <laughs> but um, going off of a little bit more of your character, what are the, like, big differences that you can tell between, like, you and Cash? Besides the hair, um, <laughs> uh, I feel like um, Cash is not nearly as mature as I am. But then again, I really don't know how mature I am because it's, it's, it's a side of Cash that's really similar to me. Like, how uh, he's just indecisive and really don't know what he wants. Mm-hmm. But he knows, like, he want to pursue basketball. But as far as, like, excuse me, like, things around that, he don't know. Like, for instance, me... Oh, excuse me. Um, I know, like, acting, music, this and that. Like, yes, I'm going there. I have tunnel vision for that. I see that. But as far as, like, other things around it, like, maybe, like, relationships and, and, and just a whole bunch of other things, it's like, I don't know how I feel on that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we're similar in that aspect, but then it's just a side of him that's, I was like, I would never do what he did. <laughs> that, like, saying, like, the brand thing, I was just like, I probably would think it. <laughs> but I don't think it. <laughs> um, just uh, take, going a little bit off topic from the Cash Mooney, we have some people on the chat, and the ladies are wondering. How um, old are they? No, they're wondering where your parents are from. Oh, uh, they're from, they're from Haiti. Okay. They're from Haiti, yeah. <laughs> yes, and I, I speak the language fluently. That's my first language. Oh, wow. Really? Oh, wow. It's uh, French Creole, 70% French, and like West African, Portuguese, a little Spanish. Wow. I mean, I'm just, I'm like, I'm so impressed. I'm just so impressed of like all the things. I'm like, I need to start getting like lessons on this and not well rounded. It's actually really relieving to see that you're in a show that a lot of people look up to you. And I'm sure it's not easy to know that you're like in this network that's so many, like, it's a young network, but it's also like they have a young audience that they also have like an older audience but having that many people look up to you must be like intense because they watch everything that you're doing all the time and if they become a fan of cash they become a fan of you and just to know that you have such a good like 
like ground of you like for you it's really nice to see that there's people out there that they can look up to you and just all of these quotes that you're coming up with are like we need to throw these out there and you need to post these all over instagram (laughs) give people the hope they need because people want people want to look up to somebody like you and it's really nice to have somebody like you on freeform it's great it's great it's uh it's a blessing because I, I know the feeling of being on the outside and watching someone in this position. Yeah. Like, I've studied guys that I looked up to and watched them in interviews and just study how they speak and everything. So, as a child, I was looking up to the gangsters, like, you know, 50 Cent and Jay-Z and stuff like that. But they had to do what they had to do for survival, and they got to where they got, and now they don't do that anymore. Yeah. So, I, I always said, like, if I get to that position, I mean, there's things that I've done in the past that I'm not proud of because mm-hmm. of where I come from. But I just want to be that light to just give people inspiration. Because, mm-hmm. like, if it wasn't done for me, I was never going to be here. Like, after I came from Florida back up north, a lot of my friends, they were locked up uh, in the military. Or they, they, they're dead. So it's like, I'm like, damn, you know, if I didn't have that inspiration, like, that could have been me. Yeah. You know, so it's like I want to just use this platform as much as possible to just promote positivity and good because yeah. there's a lot of good in the world but we just sometimes our vision we just only see the bad things mm-hmm. but there's a lot of good that's very really awesome. true I know you're still pretty like new to Hollywood is there anything about Hollywood so far like industry wise not like the city but is there anything that like surprised you like um, things that you thought Hollywood would be like and it wasn't or like did you think people were going to be really nice and they ended up not being nice? Like, did your, were your expectations met, basically? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a good question. Um, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of interesting things that I've learned. And uh, now that I can see behind the curtains, it's first you're seeing a performance and now it's just like, oh, wait, <laughs> I can see behind. So it's just, you know... Your vision changed sometimes <laughs> on the, some individuals that you look up to. <laughs> um, and it's work. Mm. It's work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I would tell people. Like, it's not, <laughs> and it's not like a nine to five, clearly. It's one of those jobs that where, I mean, sometimes the clock doesn't go off. You're just working. Mm-hmm. You're working. And it's, uh, it's great work. And if you do what you love, then you're not working. So, yeah. but it's, it, it's not. It's not easy. That's what I would say. It's. It's not easy. It looks easy because what people see on the screen, it looks like you just get here and everything is just lovey dovey and everybody just loves you and they welcome you. Like, no, you get treated like a scrub when you first come. <laughs> yeah. You get treated like a freshman in high school. I mean, you go through those levels, but if you persist long enough, then you'll get treated like a king or a queen. One thing I have to say about not only this show, but the entire cast from listening to you speak and then listening to Yara speak and a lot of the other cast members, you all... Yara's a genius. You all yeah. have such, like, a, a, a grounded perception of life and where you want to go and the changes that you want to make in this world, and I think that's a testament to not only the casting, but the show itself. What? It, how would you define grownish on and off screen? On and off screen? Mm-hmm. On screen, I feel like Grownish is is a great show because it allows you to learn from, like, like it does it in like a, a, a comedian type 
funny way. Mm -hmm. yeah. So a lot of times, like, when you're delivering a message, if you come off too preachy, some people resent you. Like, mm -hmm. I, I don't like them. Mm -hmm. yeah. But if yeah. you come off, like, funny and you're, like, preaching positivity with the funniness, those things go well. It's like medicine in your candy. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. people are taking in these words and learning without even realizing they're learning. And when they leave, they stop watching the show. They're like, yeah, you know, I was watching Grooners and I realized... And it's like, damn, you know, this show's really teaching me things. <clears throat> Excuse me. And Offset, Offset as in, like, as, as the characters. Or, like, or, or even the camaraderie that you guys all have. Like, what is that like? Oh, it's, it's, it's great. I feel like they chose a great, well-rounded group of individuals that are, you know, that are aware of what's going on and, Everybody just seemed to be so humble and down to earth. Like Trevor, I don't even think Trevor knows he's Trevor. Jackson, you know? Like Trevor's, he's so cool and just humble and just like I, I love that guy. Like I love that kid, man. He's he's great. Yara, she's just so down to earth. Uh, Chloe and Hallie, oh my god, those girls. I mean, you're signed to Beyonce, like, right? but they just act like you know they're just normal kids in high school for real. It's yeah. it's crazy. It's it's great. It's a great cast. Luca, Luca is cool. Luca is cool. I've worked with him. One, one, one episode. Oh, yeah. I shouldn't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't really get to know Luca. Anymore. I didn't really see Luca. We were busy fighting over Zoe. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> well, to lighten up the the atmosphere a little bit, I think you had some rapid fire questions because we don't have yeah, much time left. Let's go for it. All right. So it's like a this or that kind of thing. So you just say which one you prefer. Are you ready? Yeah. Ready? Yeah. yeah. Instagram or Twitter? Instagram. All right. Situationships or relationships? <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I feel like life is a situationship. You know, what is a relationship? But within situationships there's relationships. So technically I think they're the same thing. I would break that question. No. Okay. <laughs> texting or calling? Calling. I'm calling. So I love school. that. Yeah, I hate texting sometimes. Because you, you you just confuse <laughs> yourself sometimes. You don't even know what you're saying sometimes. You read you're like Wait, no, that's not what I meant. I meant this. Yeah. yeah. It's in the worst when someone thinks that you're being rude and you were like, I'm sorry, I, I was yeah. driving or doing five other things, so I just said okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. I'm not being passive aggressive. Right. I think that they are, yes. <laughs> uh, Kindle or hardback? Like books, like, or like the Kindle? Oh, hardbacks. Yeah. Hardbacks, yeah. yeah. It's copies, because you can highlight. I mean, you could do that with Kindles, but it just don't feel real. When yeah, you got the copy. It feels like you got so many. Hands. It's I've never read like a yeah exactly. To turn a page is it feels good. Exactly. You're like, all right, I'm one down. And if your power dies in the Kindle, I mean, yeah, well, true. if the light goes <laughs> off on your your house, uh, like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, hard book, hard book. Awesome. All right, this is a serious question: pizza or tacos? <laughs> pizza or tacos? I'm trying to stay away from cheese, so... Oh, good for you. you know, so I would say tacos, tacos. have less cheese. That's true. I dig okay. it. Okay. Um, sweet or savory? Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yes. That was it. Yeah. And then we just had a... Oh, what would you do based on kind of some of the things that have happened on Grownish with, you know, Zoe gets the you up texts. Um, <laughs> and so one of our questions was, it's 2 a.m. and you get a you up text. What would you do? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. So, but 
It would depend on who the person is. So is it a person that I'm in a situation with? I guess kind of like it, how Zoe's relationship was. Like she w- had a crush on him. With Aaron? So okay, she gets... so it's a girl that I got a, a text from. She said, you up. Uh-huh. And you have a crush on her. It's too late. You, you know that she's kind of and playing around with, like, because Aaron's playing around with her, kind yeah. of. Yeah. And, Until, Zo- like, and Zoe, Zoe and Aaron just met each other. Right. So at 2 a.m. if I received that text and I'm up, I would ignore it. Cool. Oh. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't entertain it. So Last, ladies uh, don't ever send him a U.S. text at 2 a.m. You, you send a text at that time, even if the text is it's like, no, I'm about to go to bed. Yeah. It's just that time of day have certain energies and spirits out at that time. So even if you respond, it's kind of like, don't respond. I have um, one question. How would you descri- uh, describe Gronish in one hashtag? One hashtag. Other than, <laughs> uh, <laughs> other than hashtag situationship. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay, and then since you play a college basketball player and March Madness is coming up, do you have a team that you're rooting for or that you're going to want to see do well or at least make it to the final four? <laughs> no pressure. Kentucky. Yes! No! Oh, wow. Yes, no! Oh, no. Sorry, I went to school there. I just got really oh, excited. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All Kentucky. day, man. You should. Yes, Whatever. You should. This is a running thing on this show. Yeah, yeah. that's true. We're both from Kentucky, so. <laughs> Judging a little, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> See, there you go. I feel like Cash Money would fit in very well at UK. Yeah. Just saying. Uh, yeah, I think he would. We were saying he reminds us of John, John Wall. Wall. Oh. Circa 2009, yeah. 2010, if y'all you know, want to like maybe, research that. Maybe Cash Mooney might be at the halftime maybe, show yeah. there. Oh! oh. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Breaking news. Oh my gosh. Well, I think that pretty much wraps it up. If you guys have more questions that you didn't get answered, be sure to um, just hashtag us after Buzz. Freeform After Buzz TV, um, and we'll be sure to send them over or just tweet at DaVinci. Yeah. Why don't you give us your handles one more time so they can find All you? All right. You can find me on Instagram at DaVinci, D A V I N C H I, and on Twitter, DaVinci Justy. That's just DaVinci in my last name, D A V I N C H I J U S T E. All right, and thank you guys to everyone joining us in the uh, the live chat, and we will see you guys next week again. My name is Candice Cruz. You can find me mm-hmm. on all my social media at Candice R. Cruz. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm Carla Beltran. You can find me on Instagram at Carla B. Travels and on Twitter at Carla Beltran with an R at the end. And my name is Drew Jones. Catch me tomorrow night on the Black Lightning After Show, and you can follow me on all the things at OKDrewJ. Okay hey guys, again, Ali Nasta here. Find me on Twitter at Ali Nasta and on Instagram at Allie Girl. And again, thank you so much to Vinci yeah. for yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you so much for coming. Is it Ali Nasty? Nasta. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because in the beginning, I was like, is she saying nasty? Like, that's a dope name, Ali Nasty. What made you name yourself that? <laughs> <laughs> that's a great one, Ali Jones. Thank you. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.